What's going on, guys? Thanks for clicking on this podcast. This is the Solo Play Podcast, for those who probably didn't know. But um, <laughs> my name is Dion Jones for new people. And thank you again for the ones that are returning back to just listen to me ramble on about stuff going on in the gaming and tech world. Um, so first off, before I get into what we're going to be talking about on this podcast, um, a few things. So I, um, when I did this podcast, I did video recordings for each one. For whatever reason, um, been having an issue with uploading it to YouTube. So I have I have the new YouTube channel for the Solo Play podcast, um, but for some reason I only could upload the first episode, and all the other ones I did were not working. So, um, you know, I, I kept having an issue with it. So for the time being, I'm probably not going to do any videos with these. I'm just going to do the actual voice podcast until I can see why there's issues with uploading to YouTube. And once I figure that out, I'll go from there and I'll make sure I'll let you guys know. So hopefully you guys are fine with just the voiceover part for right now. But anyway, so just to get that out the way. Um, so yeah, it's been a, been a very interesting week in gaming. This is actually today's May the 22nd, um, of 2023, obviously. And it's been interesting. Um, so we're just gonna go over a few things, a few topics that I been seeing going around in the world um the first one uh, after i did the first video oh, no, i'm sorry not the first video it was actually i did the last video um i think the last one was on the microsoft merger or that could have been the second one i don't remember um but it was one of the ones i just uploaded about the microsoft um buying out activision deal and in, in that one we was talking about how the eu just approved it um the deal even though it's getting blocked in what was it, the UK or, or something like that, um, the EU just just approved it. Well, joining that is China. China has now just approved um, the Activision deal because, again, I don't think most people care about Call of Duty overseas, and and that's the biggest thing that a lot of companies are, are you know, like PlayStation's obviously obviously trying to use, and they're trying to get the C, uh, CMA on that train, but not every country outside the United States cares about Call of Duty. And the thing to remember too is, you know, there's other big things that, that are owned by Microsoft, like King, um, well, will, will be owned by Microsoft, like they, um, like King will be bought them, so Candy Crush. Um, there are other games, like World of Warcraft, but for some reason, everyone keeps focusing on Call of Duty. So like I said, China actually just approved the deal. Um, and I said it before in one of my previous podcasts, and I'll say it again, I feel like this deal is gonna go through. A lot of people are sitting here saying, oh, the deal's dead. I feel like, I feel like it's really a lot of buzzwords. They're saying things like the deal's dead, it's over, um, you know, and, and things uh, of that nature. But I feel like that's just buzzwords. That's trying to say get people to click on, on their videos or play their podcasts or whatever. Because countries are still approving it. To be honest, out of all the places that are still approving it, there's only two issues. One is with the CMA and the other is with the FTC. And they both don't really have a strong case to stand on. So I don't really see that going a whole lot of anywhere. But here we are um, getting even closer to the deal being done. So for those that are interested, you know, we you know, this isn't going to be a constant everyday type of uh, video on what's going on with the uh, PlayStation Activision deal. If you are interested in that, there's a YouTube channel um, for those that may or may not be familiar uh, his name is Dustin. Um, he, he, he's working with IG and I actually watch a lot of his videos to keep track of what's going on with the PlayStation. I'm sorry, not the PlayStation, the Microsoft and Activision deal. But you can check out his YouTube channel. 
um, because he does give rel relatively good updates on it. So, uh, you know, but this one, I'm mostly just going to cover the light topics on it and reference, you know, if anything kind of big happens, like a, like approvals or where we're at, but uh, and go from there. But anyway, so that was just your little quick update on that Microsoft Activision deal. I do hope it goes through. I'm not going to go too deep into it on this one, but if you look into my previous podcast, I kind of talked about how I really do hope that they actually do get purchased out because of the fact that there is so many good opportunities that we'll get if they actually get purchased out again. One of them being with us having so much of that older back catalog of um, of uh, Activision games. I'll turn off my Alexa. The, the thing keeps trying to get notifications. Oh, <laughs> if you heard some beeping in the background, that's my Alexa. But anyway, um, so yeah, that that's one of the big things I'm looking for because uh, there's so much of that catalog that Activision's not doing with. They're just focusing on like Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, um, Diablo, and what's the last one? Star. Well, they really don't really the Star. Um, not Starfield. Um, and it's not Star Citizen. What's that game called? Starcraft. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're doing much with it with StarCraft, but those are the only games they really seem to care about. So I do kind of want Microsoft to have that library. So hopefully their older games will get some type of love and recognition or something like that. But anyway, so that is um that is where we are with that. Um moving on, moving on to the next the next thing going on. Speaking of Overwatch and Activision, <laughs> people are gonna love this. Um, so there was a conference or not a conference. There was a, a developer update that happened last week where call of duty or I keep saying call of duty. I'm doing too much. I'm, my, my, I'm losing my mind. Not call of duty where the devs at overwatch came out and said, Hey, we're cutting the PVE content that we have promised you all. And the whole reason why we came out with overwatch too. And the internet is in a huge uproar over it. And you really can't blame them. Um, you know, I'm one of those people, you know, you can't really tell because, again, no video. But, you know, I love Overwatch. If you watch my YouTube channel, you'll see my like my regular main YouTube channel. You'll see I typically sit in an Overwatch chair, 500 and something dollars because I just really love Overwatch. And I was like, mm, I want one with Overwatch branding on it. You know, um, doesn't match anything in my room, but I want I want someone to watch branding on it. So I actually put a lot of time and effort and actually, you know, invest in Overwatch. I've played so many. I mean, even Overwatch has burnt me. Overwatch has burnt me before. Like, so for those that remember, this is why, you know, a little irritated with Blizzard myself right now. When Overwatch 2 came out, it was such a sloppy and horrible mess. And what I mean by that is because they forced everyone to jump on this new bandwagon when overwatch one was working totally fine and what happened was um they made you merge you know all your all your stuff over, which wasn't the problem the problem was when when overwatch 2 came out and they made you merge everything over for some reason and for life me i don't know why um my account was set for a taiwanese um account i'm saying that right and it showed i was in taiwan well, the problem is I'm not in Taiwan. So the thing was, oh, it, I remember what the problem was because of that. It wasn't the merging the account so much. It was the fact that you had to now use a phone number. That's what it was. You had to now use a phone number to um, play Overwatch 2. And me and my wife played all the time. Um, I ended up getting into it. I was so tired of waiting around for Overwatch. It, it, it pretty much because I didn't have a Taiwan account, 
it um I couldn't register my phone number even though I have at the time bought a watch on the Xbox. I bought it on the PlayStation and I bought it on the Switch before it came to free to play. I might have bought it on PC. I honestly don't remember. But I bought on all these versions. I um I bought skins and stuff like that, you know, in the past with Overwatch. Um you know, but I spent all this money on it and then I couldn't even get into my I couldn't even um you know play the game. On not even counting the fact that the servers were just bogged down. I couldn't even play the game because they were like Hey, you know, we can't we can't call your phone or because it's sending it to some it, the uh, area code. The phone number itself was right, but the country code was off because it was a Taiwan country code. It wouldn't let me change it because Blizzard does not let you change your country code. You have to send this ticket in, blah blah blah, whatever. So the problem with that is just a, just a side note. Uh, when did that game come out? It was was it last was it last year? I feel like it's been over a year, bro. I think it was last October to today. I have never got nothing. I've never got anything from blizzard about facing my country code on that account. Anyways. Um, so ultimately what happened was I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just make a whole new account. So I went and made a whole new account and I was like, you know what? I'm probably gonna lose all my skins, all my work, all my progression, you know, because you know, and the progression's really more for yourself because the progression doesn't really do much of anything in Overwatch. No one else can see it, and and Blizzard went the next step when Overwatch Two came out to make sure no one else can see it because now you know you can't see the person's emblem, you can't see the tile. You used to be able to see all that in old Overwatch, but you can't see it in the new one. And then you know, like your stats. When I go to my career profile, I can see my stats, but I don't think anyone else can see stats anymore. So anyway, um, the point is, so I did all this work. You know, and I was like, you know, I'm going to lose everything, but I just want to, I got tired of spending like a day or two trying to get it working. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, cause I just want to play Overwatch too. So I just made a new account. Um, but then what happened was I was like, oh, what if I just unhook my accounts from this old one and hook it up under the new one? The weirdest thing doing that happen what happened is for some reason even though i predominantly play on xbox i played on playstation 4 for a good chunk of time because at one point in time my wife um she really liked playing on playstation at the at this time and so um i think it was around the, it was it was around the playstation the end of playstation 4 life cycle beginning of playstation 5 and so i was like okay now i've been playing overwatch since the xbox you know i played on xbox i played it well before she did so i had a bunch of skins already and then even after she switched to playstation before they did the whole cross play thing i would play on xbox when maybe she wasn't on or something like that well when i went to unhook my accounts from overwatch um from you know on the blizzard account i unhooked it from one account and i hooked it up under this new account long story short is everything that was tied to my xbox got wiped it's just gone um, the PlayStation stuff was still there. The um, Switch stuff was still there, but the the Xbox stuff was gone. And I remember us having to wait in these little queues where it carried stuff over and all that stuff. The point I'm getting at, this is a, this is a long drawn out version of saying this. The point I'm getting at is, I went through all of that, and as of right now, Overwatch Two does not have any new content really. And when I and look, I know they have little events every so often, right? I know they have, you know, and they have like a couple of maps that they drip out every so often, but that was something that they was doing Overwatch one. That's not really new per se. I mean, it is, but it's, it's the same type of thing they was doing Overwatch one. 
I don't see why they had to wipe that whole game practically and come up with this new one. Now, I get they have 5v5 now versus the 6v6. Again, that just seemed like it just needed to be an update. So them purging Overwatch um, to come out with two seemed to be pretty irritating. Um, so they're getting rid of the PvP content, the way that they described it, the, you know, where you your hero progresses up and, and you know, you can play with your friends in this really immersive type of story that I was actually looking forward to because unfortunately, as interesting as the Overwatch lore is, the way they force feed it to us, the not even force feed, but the way they give it to us is horrible. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not a fan of it. You know, little clip here, little clip here that you have to go on YouTube. I don't think I need to go on different. When you're trying to tell a story, I don't want to have to go through different ways of media to get a story. Um, if I want to know what's going on with Overwatch, you have to either go on YouTube and look at one of their YouTube videos that drop every other year. You have to follow their comic books, you know, um, which isn't really my thing per se. And then maybe you'll get an event in Overwatch where they have some little, they, they do some little kind of storytelling type of thing, but it's not a really good job. It's like really, really horrible what they're doing when it comes to storytelling. And I'm interested in it because it, it seems interesting, but we don't get that with, with Overwatch. So a lot of people online right now, there's a lot of skits I'm seeing online where people are coming out and they're just talking about Overwatch. I think if you guys aren't familiar with Mighty Keith, look him up on YouTube. His Overwatch skit is hilarious and also very accurate. You know, like when Overwatch 2 came out, they threw three heroes at you. You know, like, hey, everyone, this is a new game. And like, what was it? Two maps, I think. No, it was more than two maps because they had a new push mode. They had a new push mode. Um, so it was like more than two maps. Um, but the thing is, again, that didn't seem justify a new update. And so now they're coming out with, with and it was so weird to me, the way they're coming out with content so weird to me because I look at it and I'm like, wait a minute, what happened to all your old maps? Like uh, for those who play Overwatch, and I'm sorry, it's probably a very Overwatch eccentric video because uh, <laughs> this one's near and dear to my heart. But for those who play Overwatch, um, if, if you played it from Overwatch one, where are the maps at? How many times am I going to play Oasis, you know? Uh, I can't remember some of the names of the old maps. There was an Egyptian one. Don't remember that one. Haven't played that in a long time. There was one which are on um, when you're in space uh, on like a space station on the moon. Um, I think it's one of Winston's levels. Um, now, the thing is, what's so weird about that is that you play it in the new Star Watch DLC. Like they it's that map just reskinned, but they don't. That's only if you play that Star Watch side one-off mission. It's not if you play just regular Overwatch. And so it's confusing to me that they have all these maps that they're just not playing. We're replaying a lot of the same maps over and over and over. And I'm, I'm really trying to figure out what on earth those boys are doing over there. Like this lazy type of content getting ripped out is horrible. And it's not just Blizzard, to be honest. This is the same thing that happened with um, Halo Infinite to be honest, and you know, a bunch of companies are doing this and it's getting really tiresome that Halo Infinite came out and it is, um, and, and they, you know, they're like, Hey, here's the content that we promised. I remember the, um, the, who was it? The, whoever was the head at three, four, three, um, what was it? Bonnie Ross? I think her name was, I could be wrong, but I think that was what her name was. She came out and said, yeah, no, the next Halo game after Halo five came out and it was like, you know, everyone was mad at Halo five. It was like, 
No, the next Halo game is 100% heavy co-op campaign, whatever. Not only did it, did it not come out at launch, they made us wait till like what a year in or so to be like, okay, you'll get it, but you're getting it. Just, we're gonna do, we're gonna do, um, you know, online co-op first, and then after that, it was like, yeah, we're canceling split screen. I don't know if it's because of the. I feel like it's because of them trying to have continuity with the previous generation of Xboxes, like the Xbox One versions. But I feel like that's why they couldn't do it. And if that's why they couldn't do it, I'm sorry. Just just make it where it's like, hey, this is an Xbox Series feature. This is an Xbox. I don't know why games like Borderlands, for example, and all these other games can come out and do like even all the old Halo games. They've all been able to do it. I don't know why this is such a difficult thing on the 343, but, you know, they're having a hard time doing it. So my problem is when you have game developers that are selling you on something, selling you on a product. Um, you're spending money because I'm sure people are buying battle passes for Halo and battle passes for Overwatch and all the stuff with the thought process of this is what I'm getting when I buy this game. And in reality, you're not getting what they sold you on. So, you know, a lot of people online talking about Overwatch. It, it, they people are quitting. I know in April, I feel like I seen a report that said that Overwatch lost 18 million people. Um, I don't know what the number is right now. Um, but a lot of people seem to be getting very, very tired, you know, and I know Diablo comes out in a few weeks and maybe that's going to help Activision. Um, but you know, these developers, I don't know what they're doing, but they got to stop over promising over the smallest things. Like the whole point of Overwatch two, the big point really is what's the campaign, you know? And they just thought they could sweep that under the rug. People are mad. And then, and then the, I guess the insults injuries, they're like, Hey, he, over the weekend, we'll give you, um, three times EXP or, you know, XP, whatever it's called. They're like, wow, five years of, of stringing me along to just tell me, <laughs> we're, you know, that's like, yeah, we, 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 we're getting rid of all that stuff. We promised for the past five years, but Hey, this weekend, you know, triple EXP. So you know, that is, uh, so that's the state of overwatch. Um, I'm definitely personally, I'm going to be keeping a close eye on what Blizzard's is going to do, but that is a huge problem. I feel like they're not going to really do anything. All this backlash. I feel like it's not going to go anywhere. The only way it's going to actually probably go somewhere is if we actually stop playing the game. You know, I think that's the only way that Blizzard's is going to really hear that. And the thing is, it's not that I'm so into, you know, these single player missions. I know there's some games like Titanfall or battlefront that people were just like, we need, you know, we need single player. We need single player. And I'm not the person that just, I just need it. But the problem is I do want to know more of a story. And because there is, they're not really giving me that much more of a story. I'm like, okay, you know, this is, that was my only outlet to really know what was going on with the characters and get, and to be able to really get more into the story. And on top of all of that, I'm, that was the reason why they had to come out with Overwatch too. Cause it was so big. There was so much, these changes. If you're giving me a story, I remember when they first announced there was, or not first, but it was around the beginning. They said that if you already own Overwatch, then you're going to get the PVP for free. And if you want, if you want to get Overwatch 2, just buy the campaign. And I was ready to buy it. I was ready to buy it and enjoy the campaign. And they're like, oh, well, you don't have to worry about that because we're just going to merge it all over and everything's going to be, nope. Nope. Another developer lying to us. So I don't know what we have to do as consumers, but all these developers lying to us about the basic things in gaming is a problem. So 
you know, uh, so that's what's going on with, when it comes to Overwatch. Um, I'm a little disappointed in Blizzard. Um, a lot disappointed. Uh, hopefully they can get their stuff together. You know, I'm, I'm not... And it's rough because I'm saying, like, I'm in my mind, like, okay, hopefully when they get bought by Microsoft. And I'm like, Microsoft hasn't been... <laughs> Again, Halo Infinite. You know, I don't know what's going on with Microsoft. I really feel like there's a lot of restructuring that needs to look. And I like a lot of these people. You know, I like a lot of these people at Blizzard. I like a lot of these people at Xbox. But I swear there needs to be some restructuring. I'm not saying fire people, you know. But I'm saying there needs to be, they need, things need to be done. And, and, and there needs to be more pressure on people to get stuff out the door that they tell the consumers. Anyway, I'm going to rant for that for another hour. But, um, and, the, and then the last thing I was going to talk about in this in this podcast is um pc ports what's going on with them <laughs> uh for the ones that are into pc gaming now see here's the thing where i am i can pc game and i can pc game relatively fine i just choose not to i know there's always been a saying for as long as i remember that there's a pc master race that's why i never really believe in the same i get why people say the pc master race but i hope people have been realizing that this isn't really been something that just started when it comes to bad PC ports. It just got, it's just getting ridiculously worse. The last thing that just came out was Star Wars of um, Jedi Survivor, you know, but this has been going on, you know, at least mainstream, like big, you know, talked about was since uh, Batman, Arkham, what was it? Arkham, um, Arkham Knight came out, Arkham Knight. Let me see, when did that come out? Was it 2016? Let me see real quick. Let me just see. Cause I feel like it was 2016. If I could type, that'd be great. It was 2015. Okay, so 20. It came out in 2015. Let me see. Let me see when the PC port came out. I just want to make sure it was 2015. Um, it might be the same, but I feel like it was like a few months later. Okay, so let me see. Yeah, it said Windows. It says Windows June the 23rd, 2015. So we're in 2023 and for 2015, since 2015, we've been hearing mass waves of, of, um, issues. And here we go where it's, so I'm, I'm looking as I'm, as I'm looking at the Google post of, of the release date right under it, um, from, this is from Polygon back in October 24th, 2025. It says that Arkham Knight was relaunched on PC, um, on steam on october 28th so it looks so from what i'm looking at i'm not reading articles i'm just really just looking at the the google searches and the the little brief description but it it looks like it might have relaunched because all the issues i know a lot of games had that issue destiny 2 was another one when that came out it had it they had to hold off the pc port for a while um before it could actually you know before they can make you know they can make the um PC one available for players. And here's the thing. I know why this happens. This happens because the, because people don't care about PC ports. And what I'm saying, people are talking about developers, the developers, the, the big companies, they don't really care about PC ports. They care about the systems, right? Cause that's where the instant money is. I feel like for them, you know, when, when little Timmy's mom goes into the store and she's buying them a game, she's not looking for the, in the PC aisle. She's looking at the Xbox, the PlayStation, the switches, you know, um, and and that and that's the problem that we get into. So because of, I feel like things like that. That's why there's such a lax disposition when it comes to actually making a good PC port. So my whole point in bringing this up: Jedi Survivor just came out with a bad PC port. The Last of Us just had a horrible PC port. There was another one I can't think of it, but there was another PC port that came out recently that was bad. 
Um, you know, I, I really hate to say this to all the people listening. You might want to look into getting consoles. <laughs> um, and I know it's pricey. I know it's pricey to get all this stuff. I know I'm one of the people that are fortunate to have this, the consoles and the PC. But, like, I think, was it was it Jedi Survivor or was it another game that recently came out? Where they're talking about, and I feel like it was Jedi Survivor, um, that there's more issues happening on the high-end hardware. Which makes no sense to me. Like the higher end your hardware is, it's had more issues. And it might not be just Survivor, but that's the one that keeps coming to mind. That just boggles my mind. There's a lot of people I watch. Angry Joe's one of them, for example. And I watch, you know, I watch parts of his like live stream and stuff like that. And the amount of games he plays, because he plays, it, it seems like he plays predominantly on PC. In the amount of games I see that he plays that crashes. You know, and I'm pretty for sure. I forgot what his specs were. I think he said it before, but I'm pretty sure he's not running his games on a potato. You know, he he has a pretty good, pretty good hardware and his game crashes. High end computers should not be crashing. And the thing is, I also understand that because you're not just developing for like software for this one part where you have to do it for a wide range. You have to go off of AMD, NVIDIA, you know, and all the parts and the RAM and all the configurations. And I get that. But this is why I can't fully get into PC gaming. I know it's the mass race, blah, blah, blah. I can pretty much run any game on my computer. I haven't ran to, I haven't, there hasn't been a game that I can't run on my computer pretty well so far. Um, but the problem is, the problem with PC gaming, again, is just the ports. And, and the ports are like, look, I may not be able to play, you know, um, a game on my, on my Series X and like, 4k 120 hertz at the same time well no i'm sorry 240 hertz you know or 8k and have 17 monitors hooked up to it i get that but the thing is um it i when i when i get home from work and i'm tired between doing the podcast the youtube videos the um the shorts you know and then you know just having my regular job um, doing all that, I just want to, I just want to play the game. I don't want to get on and have to deal with 17 different errors. Now that's not saying that is not saying that the Xbox PlayStation and the switch don't have crashes. They don't have issues, but the frequency is so much lower, so much lower. And a lot of times you can get to a certain, you just want to turn thing on in place. Now there's some people out there that don't have any issues with their PCs and Hey, that is awesome. More power to you. And I'm not talking to those people. I'm talking about, you know, there's a lot of people that are complaining about these PC ports. And again, the developer should actually be the ones held accountable for this. But the only options you have is either not buy the game and wait to see if the game actually is working. You have to wait like maybe within the first week or two to see if it's actually working if you're going to buy it. And you're a week or two, you know, may get a spoiler depending on if it's a story game or whatever. But you have to wait a week or two or you just get the, you get the console version. So you have really those two options. You hope to pray for the for the first one, you know. If you if you wait, you don't buy it. You wait a week or two to hear what the reviews are. See what it's on Steam. See what it's on Epic Games. Or see what's on whatever. Or you get the PC or you get the console version, and you don't really have as many issues. Now, console games do have again, they do have issues. Jedi Survivor had issues on console. wasn't as bad as PC, but it had issues. But you know, I just feel like it's funny to me how we're in this process where. Game companies are demanding, you know, more money, $70, 80, hundred. If you want the, if you want the deluxe and all this other stuff, but they're giving us less quality games. 
the game quality is going down, you know, 2K is like $120-ish or whatever, Call of Duty, I think it's the same thing, if you get the, if you get the extra stuff when you get the game, and I'm like, these games are costing so much, but, but, and I get, I get the cost of stuff is going up 100%, but it, there should not be any $70 gold standard because there are games that are coming out that aren't even worth $70. I'm sorry, Returnal was not worth $70 for the PlayStation. I bought it like a dummy. <laughs> that was a $50 game. I get it had these nice, pretty graphics and it had the, it was not $70 worth. So, you know, I do feel like there's an issue that we have when it comes to the $70 out here. And I feel like there's an issue that we have when it comes to PC ports. Um, I feel like PC gamers should be treated with the same level of urgency and importance that the um, that a console gamer should have. If it look, if PC is too much, you know, if you're making a game, you may not be able to hit on PC. One thing that I can say with the exception of Redfall, I'm trying to think, and I could be wrong about this. I'm trying to really, really think. When it comes to Microsoft, because they're they're like day and day with their PC and Xbox. I'm like, are their PC games that messed up with the exception of Redfall? We're not talking about Redfall. I can't remember. I could be wrong, but I can't remember if, if Microsoft has had horrible PC ports when it comes to their games coming out. Like, I feel like if they're if they're I feel like if the game's just horrible, it's just horrible across the board. I don't I like it's equal. I don't feel like they, they you know it's an issue with PC ports. I could be wrong. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I feel like their PC ports have been universally just close to how they are on the console. I, obviously, there's going to be bugs on one that aren't going to be on the other. That I get that, you know. Oh, there's a resolution issue here, but overall, I feel like the experiences are relatively the same. Or PC gets a better one, like when, like with Redfall, for example, the PC version has 60 frames and the console only had 30. You know, but again, I could be wrong. I really don't remember. I don't keep up with with PC games too too much because of the list of issues that they have. So I'm not horribly invested. But anyway, that's my thoughts. What do you guys think? Um, what do you guys think about the whole PC the whole PC ports? What do you think about the whole um the whole Overwatch thing going on and also the Microsoft and Activision deal? Go ahead and um you know I know this isn't a YouTube video. This is just a podcast, uh, over voice. So you can't really comment it so much on the podcast, but you know, go on Twitter. You know, you can follow me on Twitter. Um put my uh you know, go ahead and uh and uh, message me there. We I need I want to I want to start up some way. The YouTube page was gonna be a way that we can as a community kind of talk together. I'm gonna see how we can better talk together as a community and see if I can get these YouTube videos up. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, this uh, podcast today. Hopefully, cover some interesting topics to you guys. And if you liked it, go ahead and definitely share it. That definitely helps. But make sure that you uh, I don't know if do you subscribe on podcasts. I listen to podcasts all the time. I don't know what the button is. I don't know if it says subscribe or something else. Um, follow, follow, I think it might be follow, <laughs> but anyway, but it also could be depending on which one this podcast I, is on Apple podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, and Google trying to get on the other ones, just having a few issues with those, but trying to get it on every big podcast out there, podcasting, you know, platform, but anyway, thanks so much again for watching and, uh, I'll catch you guys in the next video or podcast. I keep on saying video, but anyway, see you guys later. Bye.